everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Teardown. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm alongside George Bianchi here on The Athletic. We just watched another virtual NASCAR race. We have another post-race podcast for you about that. This week it was Texas Motor Speedway where Timmy, Timmy Hill <laughs> goes to virtual victory lane, gets the virtual cowboy hat. Although I see on Eddie, Eddie Gossage on Twitter says he'll send him a real cowboy hat. So that's good. Uh, another, another fun race today. Uh, Jordan, uh, what did you think of the whole thing? I was great. I really did. It, it, it wasn't like last week where I thought the racing was good at the end, but there was just too many cautions and just too, too much craziness really. This week was good, and there was. I actually got a text from a friend of mine, and she goes, I thought NASCAR was done racing. What is this? And I had to kind of explain to her that this was an iRace, a simulator. So I, I think the realism was there. I thought it was great. I thought the racing was good. I thought there, there were strategy elements. There was, there was kind of everything you'd kind of want out of a race. You, you got it today, and we got an underdog winner. Yeah, I mean, clearly um, they've done a lot of work since last week. They, uh, especially meaning the drivers, um, it wasn't it wasn't the shit show that that last week was essentially where um you know it wasn't a crash fest i mean it was it was more much more like real racing i mean you texted me very early on in the race and said wow this is a lot better um just in terms of i think the flow of the race and mm-hmm. you know the 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 actual racing quality where you know now now they did part of that was the race director whoever that whoever that is um held the caution a couple times early to get a flow going and then I think the the fact that the it was a longer race, you know, twenty five laps longer, um, the drivers knew that there was a lot of tire wear, and so they were they were going for long runs. There wasn't this urgency um, as much early in the race to cut each other off and get track position because they knew uh, if they saved their tires, they might be able to make up some ground. And you know, the the guys who weren't as good last week improved. So I think all that kind of added up to make it look much more like a real, I guess, um, NASCAR race, or you know. That, that was much more like a real Texas race that we would see. You know what I mean? 100%. We even had some bad blood. You know, we had Daniel Suarez try to, what, intentionally wreck Ty Dillon, and then he ended up getting parked. So, you know, it was it was good all the way around, some good storylines, some good action, and I think you hit on the right point. This felt like uh, any other Texas race we would have seen um, if NASCAR would have been there this weekend. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there, there, was a, there was a little bit of bad blood, like you said. I mean, Suarez gets parked after completely – um, whiffing on on trying to get Ty Dillon, <laughs> Mike Joy uh, correctly pointed out that was like pulling a Danica. Um, <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Oh, um, and then uh, you know after the race, I don't know if you saw where uh, Greg Biffle and Clint Boyer had to have a, a FaceTime discussion about their incident. No, uh, I didn't Timmy- see that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on the uh, Roush and Greg Biffle Twitter. Um, okay, I'll have to check. They, that they out. were like, "Hey, I thought I left you enough room. Come on, you know." <laughs> it, it was good natured. It was good natured. It was. But, um, and then Timmy Hill on this teleconference we just listened to, uh, oh, he's having to answer all sorts of stuff for his move on Byron. Yeah, I mean, geez, I, I thought it would just be kind of like a shrug your shoulders. Ah, you know, it's all good and fun. And no, it doesn't sound like things are going to be all kosher between him and uh, William Byron. And, and Timmy Hill certainly sounds like he feels like he's going to probably get paid back at Bristol next week. Which, by the way, how excited are you for Bristol? Because I'm actually pretty excited. No, I, I am for sure. I mean, I, I thought if we could just get through the Texas race, which might be, you know, not as exciting. I mean, I was really looking forward to Bristol. So, um, but Texas race was still good. So, I mean, now, now I'm really excited for Bristol. Um, 
but yeah, on, on this teleconference, I mean, Timmy Hill's like, yeah, the etiquette is the same as, you know, what you would normally have in a real race. And so, yeah, I expect to get paid back. And Dustin Long even asked him if he's going to have to call Byron. And he said, do you think yeah. Byron would be too mad right now? Yeah. That so was, I was just like, like no, wow. I got I to gotta give, I gotta give him some, I got to give him a few days to kind of, you know, decompress a little bit. And I'm like, holy cow, like this is, this is legit. Like this is not, I was not expecting this, to be honest with you. Well, and Byron even tweeted like, you know, yeah, he'll, you know, I'll pay him back next time in his Byron kind of way, not aggressively, but, um, you know, in, in his low key kind of way. But um, still, I mean, it sounds like he he wasn't super happy about it. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just uh, it's just kind of funny how how this all works. But they they take it seriously. I mean, Timmy Hill, you know, I asked him where where it ranks in his career if you can even mm-hmm. you know compare this to a real race, a real life race or his achievements, you know, on all levels of racing, whatever. And he said, no, this is probably, you know, possibly right up there at the top or, or if, if not the top, because of, you know, it was on national TV, you know, the, the fans and the media are reacting to it. I mean, it was a big deal. It was, it was a high profile spotlight race. So even though it's not a real race car, he's looking at this like, man, this was huge for his career. And I think it's pretty cool. You know, I mean, I, I was, I don't know why I was, uh, you know, so excited for somebody or happy for somebody, I guess, to win a, a virtual race. You know, I was just like, man, that's such a cool story. And I'm just like, why? Why? But it is. I mean, it's, you know, here's a guy that doesn't get a lot of love, doesn't get a lot of spotlight. He's run up there, Smithley, Landon Castle. I mean, these guys really put on a good show. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of this and see if he can parlay this into an opportunity on the real world side of racing. And, you know, whether there's a sponsor out there that notices him and says, hey, this is a guy I want to be behind and give him a shot at something more. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Ross Chastain thing a little bit. You know, obviously it's apples to oranges, but it just it does feel like there's a comparison there. Of, you know what? This is a guy who maybe he, you know, if you just get him in a good car, he has an opportunity to do something and just needs that opportunity to do it. So I'll be interested to see where the Timmy Hill story is at six months from now and see if anything does come out of this. Because he's, he's showing flashes on the real world side that he can do this. He finished fifth last year at Martinsville in his own truck, which is an accomplishment. Um, he's had some good runs on the Xfinity Series side, so it seems like the talent's there. Uh, it's just the opportunity hasn't been there. So let's let's see if somebody gets behind him and, and provides that opportunity. Well, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I mean, has Timmy Hill? You know, some of these guys have had chances before and decent stuff. Has Timmy Hill ever no. been in any sort of good equipment at all in his entire career? No, nothing. So, that, right? No, nothing. Nothing even you know mid pack really, or nothing you you would think that he could finish in the top ten on a semi regular basis. Yeah. And I know this is, you know, iRacing is different, obviously, but here you have all these talented drivers and mm-hmm. they're spending all week up until, you know, 2, 3 a.m. practicing and racing. And, you know, Kyle Busch, you know, he he's getting better and showing improvement and stuff like that. But all these guys are out there. And then, you know, it has to be quite satisfying for a guy like Timmy Hill or Smithley. And, you know, they, they go out there and they're putting a whoop on it, and especially Timmy Hill with his 12 year old uh steering wheel that cost him three hundred dollars back in the day attached to his desk and he's going out there and these guys have you know six thousand dollar um rigs that they're sitting in or denny hamlin forty thousand dollars or whatever in his case and you know timmy's timmy's right there so that's got to feel really uh satisfying i don't know i mean i i would feel pretty satisfied if i, if I were him 
It does. I mean, you know, he's, he's touched on it, and it, this is true, where it doesn't matter about the resources you have at your disposal. It matters what you can do with the opportunity when you take when you have it, and he's done it. And it doesn't matter about your equipment and everything else. Uh, you know, he estimates 80% of the guys that I race probably have the same kind of equipment that he does, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I do think it speaks to the fact that if you just want to do this, you don't have to put in a big financial commitment to make this happen. Yeah, that's something I'm going to talk touch on in my uh my top five column this week as well which i will uh start writing after right after this um on the athletic i talked to um a guy who builds sim rigs and then i talked to somebody from iRacing about sort of like the base setup so i'm going to be touching on that uh, if you guys are interested in some of the specifics there and then um jordan i know you you had already been working on a timmy hill story so you'll have uh, lots of content now to uh, to go with that this week. I, I assume that's coming up this week on The Athletic as well, right? That is correct. We were going to run it last week. Um, some things happened, though, uh, in the motorsports world. The Indy 500 got postponed until later in the year, and we just got too busy. So we were going to push back the Timmy Hill story. And what do you know? He, he wins this week. But I did spend some time with him last week. Really nice guy. Um, kind of touched on the same thing. You know, said we, we recapped today. Just this is a great opportunity for him to showcase himself a little bit, to get his name out there, and the fact that, you know, he was racing on national television a week ago against Denny Hamlin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. for the win, and that was a dream for him. And then a week later, he's winning that a race on national television. So this is just kind of a, you know, it was surreal for him last week when we spoke. I can't imagine what it's like for him now. Yeah, well, be interesting to see. Um, you know, he, I, I don't think they're, from what I can tell, maybe maybe they're just going to change, but it doesn't seem like NASCAR is going to keep official point standings for this series. So the internet is going to have to do it. Um, and a couple of people have already sent me their calculations, and, and Timmy Hill is the points leader now. So we'll see if he can do that. Jordan, don't you think we should we should do some something? Like we, Twitter, should, uh, if they're not going to keep official points and there's not going to be an official trophy or something, um, I feel like we on Twitter, the internet, should uh, should go ahead and like do like a GoFundMe for a trophy or something. Yeah, so the winner needs to have something. We'll we'll just like make we'll make our own like mythical championship if they're not going to keep the tabs themselves. I like um, it. You know, I mean, and and I think no playoffs because we don't know when uh, nope. it'll end. So it has no. to be just just points. Um, straight up points. So yep. I don't Old know. What do you think? Would, I, I like. Would the you idea. contribute to my it? GoFundMe? I think we, I think we could do it. I think you and I should maybe get behind it a little bit and push this. I think it's a great idea, and why not? What you know, we everyone's having fun with this. We should as well. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. NASCAR might already have have plans for that, so um, I hope they do because they. I would like to see uh, the points kept. I think that'd be that'd be fun. Um. So uh, what else from this race uh, jumped out? I mean, I Alex Bowman again uh, was not only funny on Twitter, but he ends up with a good finish. He gets top five. Against all odds, Clint Boyer had some humorous moments. I really enjoy the the humor part of it and the lightheartedness um, in addition to the the focus on the real racing. You know what I mean? Like it's, um, you know, Ryan Priest going through the grass at like light speed without slowing him down. I mean, it's kind of funny to me. And, and uh, I like those. I like that aspect of it because it's fun to talk about, you know. And I think Fox is doing a good job of, of taking this serious, but not taking it overly serious. And there's kind of a line there of, hey, you know, there's going to be some lighthearted moments and we're going to you know, point those out and not bury our head in the sand. And we're going to joke about it a little bit, but they also are taking it serious at times as well when you've got a great race coming down to the finish. 
and they're calling it like you would a normal you know a race. So I think kudos to them. I think the broadcast was was much smoother this week, and I think it's just having that week of experience and everybody's kind of got this underneath their belt. And you, you tweeted it out, and I retweeted it, but Vince Welch, the pit reporter for Fox Sports, had a really good thread about what goes into the production and how you know really what they kind of learned from last week and to smooth some things out a little bit. And I think that's a really good thing that you should check out if you're interested in the nuts and bolts of how this thing, this race made it to a broadcast. Yeah. And you had some, uh, you had some different drivers in this week too. I mean, Blaney was in, um, and then Suarez, obviously we talked about Keselowski and Logano were out. Um, I guess, you know, a lot of it depends on, on the logistics of getting rigs right now. Um, Plus, I mean, you know, I even saw like like Sherry Pollux, um, she tweeted after the race because I said, well, how comes how come Martin Truex Jr. isn't in this? And she said, well, we're not allowing people in our house right now. Like she's, you know, has uh, immunocompromised from all her um, cancer treatments and, you know, she doesn't want to take any chances. So they're not getting they can't go get a rig. You know what I mean? They're so they're, they're just staying put. So there's some people for logistical reasons. And Keselowski said some somewhat of the same thing on mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's not it's not too good to use somebody else's rig right now. So um, a lot of it might come down to who can get rigs or who can just stay put. Um, Blaney had to go over to his spotter's house to use that rig. So we'll we'll see how the lineup kind of changes going forward. But these guys who are already set up, um, you know, they'll they'll be able to practice more. They'll be able to run all the races. So that that'll be uh, go a long way toward our mythical championship, you know? Yeah. And I think you're going to see some guys, you know, this week, for example, Greg Biffle, I don't think anybody expected Greg Biffle to be part of this. And and he was this week. I think you're going to see that probably going forward. You might see kind of a guy jump in, you know, as a one-off that maybe he's been on the spotlight a little bit or wants to do something different. So I think this presents a great opportunity to try some different things and to incorporate different people within NASCAR, even outside of NASCAR um, to this iRacing and, and get some exposure for the sport. Yeah. Um, so there was another, uh, well, there's been lots of, uh, races going on too. Um, the, but the one I watched, I guess, uh, this weekend also was the IndyCar race. Uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. Johnson was in that one as well. Um, it was from Watkins Glen and I don't know. I didn't think that race was really as good as the, uh, the NASCAR one, honestly. Um, it went caution free. And then when I tweeted, it went caution free afterwards. People who know more about iRacing than I do, they, they're, they're like, yeah, all uh, road courses in iRacing are caution free. So, okay, didn't know that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, I I hope that IndyCar going forward can um can find a way uh, to get on some more exciting. I w- I was hoping they would do Michigan. That was one of the fan yes. voting finalists, and for whatever reason, Watkins Glen won out. So. Michigan yeah, would have been awesome, but oh well. Michigan would have been great. There was just not a lot of drama. I mean, Sage, kudos to him. Just ran away with the win, and it was you know really wasn't much of a contest. It just it wasn't you know there wasn't a ton of passing up front. It was kind of you knew who was going to win unless something happened. So speaking of the IndyCar race, I had an idea yesterday okay. uh, about iRacing. There's been a lot of iRaces going on. You know, IndyCar, NASCAR, sports cars, even Formula One's kind of doing something. What about an iRacing iRock series during this downtime? You bring in some Formula One drivers, you bring in some NASCAR guys, IndyCar guys, sports car guys, some dirt guys. You run at ovals, short tracks, dirt tracks, road courses, and you see who is the best out of the best, like an eight-race series featuring drivers from around the world. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a couple people um, say, hey, they should they should do an iRock type thing, but yes. I think the logistical, the problem that you'll run into is 
getting everyone on the same page, getting everyone under one umbrella, getting everyone on the same schedule. Because like you said, all these various series have their own thing going on. So like the NASCAR guys are going to want to make sure they're committed to their thing and IndyCar guys committed to their thing. Um, You know, how would you sort of select who gets in? You know, I think it would have to be somebody who is very well positioned in the industry and in the entire racing world Hmm. probably have to put up some decent money. Um, you know, like, like if, if you're going to have like an Alonzo or somebody like that call Mm -hmm. around to all friends all over the world. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, does Dale, is Dale Jr. able to call a formula one guy and get them to participate? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, you, you'd have to, it, it'd be very, it'd be very cool to see, uh, especially sort of like an all-star race, race of champions type thing. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't know if if they could really pull it off, but it would be great. I mean, um, especially if you get a TV network behind it and um, then yeah. make it a really big deal. But yeah, go ahead. I don't, I was gonna say, I don't think the logistics is easy. I mean, it's, it's obviously to, you know hard to figure out, you know, Scott McLaughlin, um, was running the IndyCar race yesterday and he tweeted out that he was up at some odd hour of the time because he's racing down in Australia. So there are a lot of logistical hoops to hop through. It's not easy. And maybe some of the guys you have to select are not the guys you necessarily want, but they're available. I just think it, I think if you're ever going to, if something like this is ever going to happen, now is the time to make it happen because nobody has anything really going on. Everybody's got all this downtime. Um, I just it would be great if the powers that be and whoever that was and I think you're right you'd have to get some money behind it you got to get a big time sponsor or probably get a TV network you probably got to have some of the movers and shakers and the, from drivers to kind of lead the charge a little bit but I just feel like if you're ever going to do it now's the time yeah no I hear you but I mean at the same time you even have like controversy in the NASCAR part of uh, side of things where people are like um hey you know, I, I didn't get invited. For, for instance, you know, uh, Tommy Joe Martins, you know, he says, yeah. I did not get invited to even run in the qualifying race. Meanwhile, this guy who I maybe this is terrible to admit, but I did not know who Scott Stenzel was until this weekend. Um, and Scott, Sten- do you know who this is? Scott Stenzel? Uh, I do not know. OK, well, he is enough of a truck series driver, I guess, to get invited he got it he got invited to the uh the qualifying race he was in um but tommy joe martin's not in you know a guy who runs every week and has his Mm -hmm. own race team so that was you know i yeah and and i understand like okay this is not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things because you know they're just trying to throw this all together but my point is if there's logistical concerns just just for that within nascar uh, of getting, you know, everybody invited or the right people, you know, how are you going to pull it off on a, a worldwide scale? That's all I'm saying. I know I'm totally taking a dump all over your idea. I'm sorry, but, um, I, mean, I, just, I, get, I, 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 I get, I get it. I mean, it's, it's not easy. It's hard time zones, commitments, everything else. I just think that there's enough of a push right now to kind of give racing fans content and everyone's all over the iRacing thing. It's a great idea. Let's just, if you're going to do something like this, there is not a better time than right now. Because if you're doing it, if you say, you know, we'll do it a different time, what's going to happen is you're going to have to do it in the off season. And the off season comes and drivers aren't going to want to do it because they've, they, it's the off season. I fully understand that. I just think if you're going to, if something like this is ever going to happen, you got to do it now. But, you know, like you said, it's hard, it's easier said than done. Yeah. By the way, do you, do you, uh, do you have any other, any takes on whether, um, 
you know, the, the like the qualifier race that we saw uh, before today's race, I mean, the only four guys get in from all the Xfinity and truck drivers to be able to run with the, the cup guys. Should there be some sort of, um, you know, increase of the field size? Should there be a different way that the Xfinity and truck drivers can qualify in? Um, because, you know, I mean, I would like yeah, to see yeah. maybe Al Geyer, Chase Briscoe run up there. I mean, it was cool for like Ruben Garcia and people like that, Alex LeBay. But um, I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's sort of an invitational thing, I mean, I, I would rather see some of the bigger names, I guess. Maybe that's wrong to say, but. No, I don't think it's know. wrong to say. And, you know, your, your uh, pre-race uh, tweet up on Instagram, I think Bob Pockers, our, our colleague at Fox Sports, had a, had a great point. You know, th- this isn't for money this isn't this is supposed to be just for fun and i think to echo his point if if this was a competition and there was a purse that everybody was going for i would feel differently but this is an invitational thing it's, it's basically kind of a made for tv event um you want the big names in it i think they do have a good enough opportunity where they're they're allowing four transfer spots in which is which is a you know that's okay um i, I don't think you need to do much more than that if you want to have an ex, like you know if you want to have an xfinity race or a truck series race on saturday and and maybe have something, you know, set that up. That that's fine, but I just I don't think you need to do overthink this a little bit and you know open it up. And I know there's some hurt feelings among some of the drivers, and I understand why some of them feel like they're being overlooked. You know, Joey Gase was, you know, he had a couple tweets and he he felt like he was kind of being snubbed as well. But at the end of the day, this is this is a made for TV event. You want the guys in there who are names and who people recognize. And I think I think they're doing a really good job of putting this together. And this is not something that has been months in the plan in the works. This has been put together in a few weeks. Okay. I have an idea here. Um, why don't, why don't we just do this? Um, like you said with, you know, it, it Friday night is the truck series race, just like a normal Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you run the truck series race. The winner gets automatic advancement into Sunday's Ooh. cup race Saturday. Um, you run the Xfinity race, the winner gets automatic advancement to the cup race. And then Sunday morning, uh, you run the last chance race with everybody oh, else in it yes. and you get the last two spots in. I so love that's how idea. you fill your four spots. And then those people get enough of a spotlight, like for their sponsors to have a whole mm-hmm. race. Now you wouldn't be able to put it on TV cause Fox isn't going to want to put that much on TV, but that's you okay. can still stream it. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I would do. I love um, it. This has a very kind of a chili bowl feel to it. I love it. Yeah, like make it a, a last chance. I like the idea of like a real true last chance race where you mm-hmm. have an opportunity to race your way in through a heat, essentially, and then, yeah, I don't I know. I love it. That's a great idea. Um, See, I embrace your ideas. You poo-poo my ideas, just FYI. Well, that's what I do. That's what I do, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> speaking of poo-pooing, uh, you know, uh, you had a, a bad pick uh, last week because you underestimated the Was It a Good Race poll. By, yeah, I, I screwed that up. Man. Uh, maybe two percent. I think you missed it by two percent, and that cost you because I only estimated it by one point. Underestimated by one point nine percent. So um, sorry, Jordan. You have yeah, lost right. a half point to me for my season total. The next goes up to, count. Oh, I'm I'm taking the half point, and I'm going to say that I'm up <laughs> two and a half to one. So uh, you, I feel bad because you know it's like I say you go first. You gave a number, then I got, I did 0.1% more than yeah. your number, and yeah. I win because of that. So, yeah, price is right rules. Uh, uh, do you want me to go first this week for this? Uh, was it a good I'll race? Let, poll? You won last week, so I'll let you decide what you want to do. Well, I feel like it would be 
unfair to you to make you go first than me just right. going over under yours. So, you know, this week I'm going to say that it, it was a good race. You had overtime, but I think people liked a little bit. You know, I can't remember her name on Twitter. I, 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 cause I just saw the tweet and I didn't go back and see whose it was, but somebody tweeted me during the race and they said that they enjoyed last week's last week's racing a little bit more because it, it was fun to see some of the big name drivers struggle so bad because it, it gave them, it sort of made them be more relatable. It made them feel hmm. more normal. You know what I mean? So you still had the good racing last week, but then you had, we were able to sort of laugh at the Jimmy Johnson wreck and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I think with this race being a more of a more professional race, maybe still had good, good finish. It was still a good race, but I think that might drop it down a little bit. So I think this week um, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 86% will say it was a good race. What say you? Okay. Uh, I'm going to ride 90%. I think I rode that last week just because I, I think people like what they saw. I think the, the, the kinks and the quirks have been all worked out. They were smoothed out this week. You didn't have the crazy cautions. You didn't have the, the excess cautions. Um, this was a real race in a lot of respects, and I think people are going to respond to that. The fact you had an underdog winner in victory lane, um, fresh face up there. I think, yeah, 90, I'll say 90%. I'm pretty confident. It might even be higher. Okay, 90%. So you've got all the 90s, and then uh, I'm at, I'm here all the way down at 86%. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm thinking that maybe some of the, the luster wore off or, you know, in week two. You know, it's not always going to be as exciting as, that new feeling of the first time we saw it. Right. Cause now we've seen it a couple of times and sure. we've gotten to watch some more racing as well, but I, th- I still think it'll be fun. And next week with Bristol will be, I think that's going to be really enjoyable and uh, fun to see people in the way and people getting mad. And um, I'm excited too. I mean uh, the, the radioactive that the guy, I can't remember yes. who it was, but he put oh. together last week. That was great. I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully somebody doing that again with the radioactive. Um, and I will but- say we c- I was going to say, we touched on this a little bit last week and how being able to listen to the drivers, and it isn't 100%, but if you go on Twitch, you, you posted right. some great links, by the way. That's a great way to kind of listen in to what some of the drivers are, and I was able to listen to Dale Earnhardt Jr. today, and I was listening to Bubba Wallace, and I will say this, listening to Bubba Wallace and his reactions is incredible. I mean, it, it is really, it's it, it's it adds another element to it, so it just it, it really heightens the enjoyment level. So if you you are into this and you're watching this, and I think especially next week at Bristol, uh, follow along on Twitch and, and listen in because it, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, and you can hear some of the driver uh, chat mm-hmm. too on some of them. So, um, you know, like there was one point today where they were confused about the the lucky dog and Timmy Hill. You know, Kyle Busch is like, "Oh, when's this, when's it going to kick in?" And Timmy Hill's like, "Oh, as soon as you cross the finish line, it'll automatically." You know, stuff like that. It was just fun to to hear them uh, going back and forth. So, anyway, um, check out our work on the Athletic. We're still um, doing all sorts of stuff every week uh my quarantine questions with ryan blaney came out on on friday really and, good uh, oh thanks that was he was uh nice to take so much time to do that of course still got 12 questions top five um you're doing features we're doing all sorts of stuff stay on top of the news as well um you know possibly you know maybe we'll hear something about the schedule this week we don't know yet um but you know we're looking forward to hearing a bit more on what nascar is thinking Um, So lots more to come. And uh, thanks to all of you, as always, for listening. We will talk to you next week on The Teardown.